0: This is the Today Podcast at The Church on the Way. Greetings and welcome as we share this opportunity with you to hear what is happening in the lives of people who trust Jesus Christ for living everyday life.
1: What are you anticipating seeing the Lord do in your life and in the life of this church?
2: I don't mean this to be cliché advancement. (laughs) I really mean that. I believe the word that the Lord spoke through Gene Darnell and things that have been spoken to Andrews in my heart and to other people in the congregation that we're going to see something happen here in the next several weeks up to Easter that's going to be an advancing of kingdom stuff that we haven't seen before. And people like friends of mine who have been unsaved for years coming to the Lord this year. I see you
1: eyeing that 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 uh, donut there, and I, I figured you're the perfect person <laughs> no, no, to come to no, no. and ask the question. How you doing today? Good. My name is Rick. I work in the media department. Hi. I'm doing. A, I'm trying a, a test recording uh-huh. to get testimonies and get the get the get an audio bite of what's going on behind the doors, of Floyd, behind the website, behind the doors. Okay. So that can possibly use in the social media uh, mm-hmm. avenues and just get people to share. It, you know, cool. I know people have uh, yeah. stories to tell, and so. I know who you are because I've seen you around. Um, I'm asking people a few questions. First question is Do you have any uh, recent victories or testimonies that you can share?
2: Hmm. I do. I do. I have, uh, I guess, a large sense. Uh, um, uh, Pastor Dad's uh, sermon a couple weeks ago about being nice. Just being nice. I I really took that to heart, and 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 it made me think about uh, at work. You know, just how many opportunities there are to be uh, just to be nice. And what's funny about it is is there's a couple people at work who I hold up as as people who are notable because they're so nice. I mean, these are very senior executives. And how good it is when you encounter them and like that. And so, after Dan's Sermon, it just reminded me, you know what, I'm actually, gosh, I'm not one of the guys anymore. I'm 20 years older than the, near, than, the, than the next youngest person who works for me, and most of them are, are, are actually another 10 years younger than that. And so I'm like the old man, I'm like that. So when I like, walk from my bathroom to the, to the, you know, my office to the bathroom and I walk past their cubes or something, if all I do is just give them a greeting or something like that, they might feel about me the way that I feel about, it. so these are the guys. <laughs> <laughs> because you know what? I really am the boss. I'm not one of the guys anymore. <laughs> and I think it makes a difference. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Leading up to Easter, what are you anticipating seeing God do in your life and in the life of the church?
3: For Easter, I, I really believe that Easter for us will be a time when people come to the Lord. Like, I'm already seeing God bringing people to the Lord, and that's really what I want him to do. One of my colleagues, who I've been talking to for the last year, is coming to our single seminar. Um, she knows Christians and knows believers and lives a really, she's a really good, really good girl. Um, but I want Easter to be the time that she really makes a commitment to Christ. So I anticipate people coming to Christ this Easter. And lots of people.
1: Amen. Now, uh, the singles conference, uh, the conversation. Yes. First time doing this. What, what do you have to share about it?
3: The conversation is, is hopefully that singles will come out so we can really talk about issues that only singles are facing right now. Uh, Singles where I think people want to be in relationship, they want to grow in Christ, but this seminar is about really us growing in the Lord and continuing our walks in Christ while we wait for the other parts of our life to come into view. Um, because what I found here the churches there are a lot of single people, but they're not in service They're not leading out in ministries. They're not doing the things that God has already called us to do So the conversation really is about people coming out and let's get get into ministry. Let's get into life Let's get into the, the dreams that God has given you. Let's see them move, you know, out That's
1: Exciting. Yes. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God Thank bless you. For you your time.
3: You're
1: welcome okay. Hey, how are you? I'm glad you waited in line. What? Huh? <laughs> As your mouth is full, how you doing? Good morning. I'm doing good. You i talk to you. You talking to me? <laughs> I, I'm here with uh, my brother Greg, and he has a mouthful of um, some kind of me, ham sandwich of some sort. How you doing, brother? This is a pilot recording test. Test, test. Is anyone listening? How you been? Well, not too well since you came up to talk to me with food in my mouth. <laughs> I'm learning the ropes. Come back in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I, have, I have a special uh, uh, parting gift for you as we finish your toothpick. One, one that, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a napkin. Thank you um, for what, listening why? to the Today uh, podcast. I have a few questions. And the church on has a way. Is, if you are uh, in what the are you area, or season, like find out this, more information, season. please visit our website at TC In your life, and or in the life of the church,
0: we are poised for revival. It's going to come to the youth. Once that starts to turn loose, all us older folks need to do is going to stand back and point. I mean, we'll get to partake in it, too. But what I'm expecting out of Easter is to see another Jesus revival starting to break loose. I'm expecting older teens, college, young marriages to uh start getting hit by the Holy Spirit. And I think it's gonna be supernatural and sovereign. Uh, we are going to get to present Jesus to them. We're going to get to present the potential to them. But I think we're going to see the Holy Spirit move in a supernatural way because they are so primed, so ready. I mean, look at society. They're going nuts, they want to go skydiving, they want to jump all this stuff. They know that life is available and they can't find it. So they're prime and we're going to we're going to be there with a pot full of water to fill their thirst. That's what I expect to see not only just at Easter but you know Easter it's it's the rising, it's the beginning, it's the the kickoff. So that's what I expect to see.
1: Amen. Uh, thank you for sharing that. Can you share any recent victories and or defeats that you might need might be seeking God for? Um,
2: one of the
0: joys of following Christ is the constant input of direction and revelation. Obviously we get sermons on Sunday morning, but uh, we have a book we can read. And if we get tired of reading the book, we can talk to the author. <laughs> you know, um, the constant input of care and love, the constant guiding, the constant. Uh, I was on a job over in Beverly Hills yesterday, and changed some locks in an apartment house, and I had a chance to pray for the manager. And it blessed the socks off her. And she, she, it just took her by surprise. Uh, she had grown up up in Oregon, she was a chef, she didn't have a job. Obviously, I, I don't know if she was married or not. But she has a child, so she's an apartment manager to get the rent, but she doesn't get paid for it. It's just uh, she lives there to manage and to offer an encouraging word, to agree with her that there's good and evil in the world, you know, steer the conversation. But uh, then to be able to pray for her and ask blessing to come upon her and ask divine guidance. You know, because you can't, I you know, have to tip your toe in slow sometimes people aren't used to the name of Jesus so you know you follow the Holy Spirit's lead but to see tears in her eyes you know here's a businessman doing a job in the middle of actually it was West Hollywood Beverly Hills by of Sinai uh, but to receive a word of knowledge and be able to pray over her and encourage her in the prayer that's what we're doing. That's what we're available for. That's why we're light, salt, and You earth. Know. So, yeah, there's some good stuff going on. Now, uh, anything negative? Let's see. Uh, I'm
1: not saying negative.
0: Just, well, that it, jerk just... on the freeway that cut me <laughs> off, he took my spit. I, I was coming down here, and he took my spot. So I do I apologize. What do about I
1: apologize on his behalf. You have a white van? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> hey, thank you for sharing. I appreciate okay. it. Here's my parting gift. Not that you need it, but it just just want to thank you for your time. It's holy. <laughs> it is. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Thank you for sharing. Okay, thank you. Can you share a recent uh, victory or defeat <laughs> that you might be seeking God for in our prayer?
4: Well, I don't have any defeats to to offer, but I can tell you that yesterday, not yesterday, Thursday, Thursday evening, as we had our kids club, we had a young man named Walter who asked Jesus to come into his life. And it's not that it was the first time that he had done it, but it was the most significant time for him. And it was the time when he sought out Emily and talked with her after we had our Bible club, you know, lesson. And, 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 and Really, really had an experience with Jesus.
1: That is really neat.
4: And that When does that club meet? It meets on Thursday afternoons at four o'clock in the ballpark. I mean, in our ball field.
1: and anyone can come?
4: Anyone can come as long as you're young.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you
4: know we have workers and you know and so we have kids from the community that come and the Vision House kids come. So yeah. So is it?
1: Is there a need for volunteers? Yes. Yes. Tell me, tell me about that need.
4: Okay, what we need are people who are willing to commit. Generally we do it for like three months and then we have a period of time that we're that we're that we're off. And most of the time it's during the school year and um, so that we can get the kids on a Thursday when they come home from school and they come then and, and, and meet with us on the ball field. And they need to go through a training. And we have special uh, times where we we teach them how to teach and how we are teaching in this particular case because teaching on the ball field is very different than teaching in the Sunday school class. And the kids that we are talking to are generally children who are not necessarily churched. And so so we are reaching out to our community. We also have another outreach that happens on Saturday mornings, which is on Blythe Street in an apartment complex and we've asked permission, we have permission from the apartment manager to meet with them on every Saturday morning. What a good
1: opportunity.
4: So we have something like 30 children who live within that apartment complex, who come and they don't have to travel or leave their home. And so we're seeing an incredible amount of relationship develop mm-hmm. and, and good things happening That's among good. those kids. It's yeah. just, it's it's really an exciting thing. And we do need volunteers because we have apartment complexes mm-hmm. that are not available, have are available but we don't have enough workers so that we, because we don't want to spread the workers we have too thin. So, anyway.
1: If someone we're, were interested in and, and, and researching the possibility of serving, who would they get, get a hold of?
4: They would need to call either uh, our children's ministries um, or they can call our missions office. That was, and that is uh, 779-8215. And they will put them in touch, they, that office will put, will get in touch with me of linda ritchie or with emily plater and we will be able to then make the contact and and get everything as much as we can as far as understanding as to what we're doing and it's it's one of the most exciting things that you can do is take the message of jesus to children who are not who don't have the opportunity to come to church their parents don't come to church but they are willing and, and not only are they willing but they're open and they're wanting to have answers to so many questions in their hearts. And the questions they ask us are not simple, trivial questions. They are very deep. They're very, very profound needs that these kids have. Because many of them have situations in their homes that are very complex. And they are not quite sure how God fits into all of that. And we can then be God's head extended. We can be his eyes and his ears and his face to them. It's a wonderful, wonderful time. It
1: sounds like it is. Thank you for sharing. I'm sure the right person will hear this, the right people will hear this and and you know, make
4: the phone call to get involved.